<laughs> Already there. <laughs> Let's get our worded. Huh? Let's get our worded in, in here. here. Kind of incredible that that's a real song. Yeah. Yeah. You think people forgot Black Eyed Peas, but we didn't. We remember. We remember. He has the album. I have the actual album. Because there's actually a couple of dope songs on there. They have a song with Talib Kweli and Q-Tip on that album. The Black Eyed Peas, <clears throat> they never truly forgot where they came from until like the last two albums. When they yeah. were like, we're going full on discotheque. We're not, you know, this yeah. is like EDM, yada. But like those, that little weird middle section where they mm-hmm. like exploded in popularity and they had Fergie and everything. Yeah. There was still a couple songs on there that was like just straight up break beats b-boy type shit i think people forget in in the pre-fergie black-eyed peas it was a legitimate hip-hop yeah group yeah um, well they they forget that and then once fergie left again they came out with an album and i don't know if you've ever i mean why would you nobody's like checking on the black-eyed peas and i didn't know this until a friend of mine played the album but they put out an album after the like super dancey joint. Mm-hmm. This is the end, I think it's called or something like that. But the, but the one that they put out after was like a back to basics hip hop yeah. album. I remember that coming out, and it was dope. I've yeah. listened to it, and it was like it's it's a good album. But uh, the damage was done. Well, I am. I'm yes, sorry. Too, you don't you don't late. get to be a hologram and then come back and think you're gonna do like underground hip hop. No. I'm sorry. <clears throat> uh, welcome back, friends. <laughs> Uh, we are here and we are ready. Topical to as ever. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Hey, what do you do when you take a two week vacation? You come back and you say the most relevant thing you can think yeah. of, which yeah. is what are the black eyed peas up to? <laughs> what year is it? Uh, you know my name, but I'm going to tell it to you anyway, because I do it every episode. It's Marco Dupa. And that guy right there is the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What is up, Baruskis? And tonight's episode, we have a double special for you. And I say that because we got two beers, but they're also both double dry hopped, double IPAs. They're both from the great state of New York. That's right. Obi brought them back from his trip. And he also brought back COVID. <laughs> so we're going to get into that. We are going to get into some movie news, some stuff that's happened lately that we feel like we still need to talk about because sure. that's what you come here for. Catch you up. And uh, see where else we can uh, take this podcast. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, this is episode 361 of the... Well, let's grab a beer first. <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been so long. I know. I know, right? Thank you. I don't even know who I am anymore. <clears throat> of the One Beer In podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aromatic. I never drink as many IPAs as I do than when I'm on this fucking podcast. (laughs) 
All right. You're this welcome. is the One Beer In Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew or maybe two and see where those two brews take us. Obi, would you like to start us off with the first of the two? I would love to. Uh, this is the top of the Brock from Other Half Brewing. It is a double dry hopped IPA at, coming in at 7.0% ABV. Um, unfortunately, does not have a cold read. Mm. But I will say I went to their Rockefeller Center <coughs> Brew Pub to grab this boy. Mm. Um, so I thought it was nice that it, it uh, reflected that with Top of the Brock. Because Top of the Rock, if you don't know, is Rockefeller Center. Um, really cool little spot. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I would have liked to have gone to more breweries when I was up there, but didn't really have the time to. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was glad I was able to sneak in at least uh, this one and had a couple of other brewskis while I was up there just uh, in passing. Yeah. So it's nice. It's nice. But, yes, that is why I picked up the top of the Brock while I was in the city. Yeah, I think the angle, uh, they can't really see the beer. Top of the Brock. There you go. Just put it on top of this. One. Yeah. It's uh, <coughs> shaped like Rockefeller Center. Yeah. All right. That is the first, and we'll check back in with the second one after we, I don't know, finish this one. So, all right. I know you guys have missed us two weeks. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a podcast to step to. Step two. Step two. Step two. Step step two. Step two. So, let's just say... First week was missed because you were just on vacation. You were just gone. I was. I was. Having a good time in the great state of New York. Mm-hmm. Great city of New York City, mm-hmm. where I steal all my slang and swagger from. <laughs> swagger <laughs> my from. My swagger from. <clears throat> Are you a Rockefeller? <laughs> and then. A Kennedy? <laughs> swagger. Swagger from. This is where I get my swag. I hear they swag and they surf. And they surf and they swag. My uh, niece, this, this is going to age the fuck out of me. Oh but boy. I'm going to say it right now. Because I'm 32 years old now. I have my birthday yes, over Yes, happy the break birthday. Too. Thank you. Thank you. We didn't, we didn't say it on the show. We yeah. said it on the social media. Yes. And I hope yes. you all w- wished him a happy birthday. Some of you didn't. And uh, I forgive, but I <laughs> never forget. <laughs> we know who you are. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to um, unsub you. <laughs> No, I uh I was I was talking to my I was just talking shit and my my niece came in and was like Uncle Marco's got the riz. And I was like and and my mom was like, "Oh, what what does that mean?" And she asked me and I was like, "I have no fucking idea <laughs> what that means." And my mom just like wouldn't let it go. Yeah. She was like, "Oh, finally, a fucking slang term that you don't know the meaning of." Uh-huh. She was like, "You're getting old." 32 you're getting old you're like aging out of these terms and like as much as i hated to admit it she was right like i have gave you the cold embrace of of aging (laughs) we both just crumbled into ashes oh dude it it really it was like fuck i i really am i'm getting to the point where some of this shit like you know we're, we're i'm right outside that edge where people started saying like yo yo you capping or no cap and i was like 
I'm not gonna. That's not going in my lexicon. <laughs> I not, know what it means. I'm not entertaining this. <laughs> right, I understand, not, but I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, it's not happening. It's not. It's not going in there. Um, and then, and then when she said that, I was like, I've, I've finally, I've, I've hit that. Yeah. I'm past it. I'm past yeah. it. Like this. You're at the ignorance phase. Yeah. So Riz is basically like you got, you know, you got game. You got, you know. You got play. You you you're doing your thing. You, you it's know. it's uh, swaggy. It's new generation juice. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. 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 You got the sauce. You got right. the juice. Like this. And I didn't. I was like, <laughs> I feel like so, <laughs> so old. Um, but uh, Riz Ahmed, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that's where I that's where I get all my Riz from. That's where I get uh, all my game from. Yeah, from New York. From New York, mm-hmm. so you were up there. I was, and uh, I mean, how was it? How was how was, was getting back to? I was getting back to the city. Uh, I mean, you know, I I have family up there, obviously, and so that's also where I get all of my riz from. We sound um, so. First of all, we sound old and we sound white. That is where I acquire <laughs> my riz, my friends. Uh, New York City. Listen, there's not a lot of black and brown podcasts out there left. You know what I mean? The Bodega <laughs> Boys are done. I know. And R. like R. we we gotta you know, we can't we can't be out here. <laughs> we gotta keep up with this. We're shit. caught we lacking, if yeah. you will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, gross. Uh yes. So any any hooser. It was great to be back in the city. Um, you know, obviously I'm a I'm a Floridian born and raised, but uh, you know, a lot of my references, a lot of my my team affiliations come from New York City. Go Mets! Uh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Although I am a Jets fan, unfortunately. Um. Uh. So yeah, it, it was great to be back there. I'd been before, obviously, but you know, it, it it's one of those cities that like you kind of never forget the vibe of. Um, and so you know. It, it, it's kind of cliche, but everything is very fast-paced. There's tons to do, tons to see around every corner. Uh, I ate a ton. Like I said, had some good craft beer. Um, I think top pizza I had, I have to recommend Ruby Rosa. A little, little nice, cute uh, Italian restaurant with uh, handmade uh, uh, pasta. Uh, had the carbonara. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, had a pizza alla vodka. Ooh. Incredible. Incredible <laughs> stuff. Not a classic slice, mind you, mm. but a very, very good pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Highlights other than that. I was able to... Uh, I didn't get to go there physically, but I was able to sample a uh, beer from uh, Bronx Brewing, which I'd heard many good things of. Very sad I didn't get to go in person. Is, um, there, is there a brewing company for each of the five boroughs? No. I mean, I'm sure there are at least one brewery in every borough. Right, but not like a recognized like Brooklyn brewery, Bronx no, brewery. No, I, I don't think so, <laughs> but that would be smart marketing-wise. Yeah, think. yeah, yeah. <coughs> but I will say the uh, the best beer I had out there was probably from Bronx Brewing. Um, and, it's the nope. and you weren't able to bring? No, no, because I drank it all. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. Do you know like the level of unprofessional that I, uh, is to recommend a brewery on a beer podcast, but not bring that beer home? 
Okay. And then bring back this. Well, look, look, look. Let me. No disrespect. I feel very disrespectful. No, not point. to you. To this, bre- I'm disrespecting you. <laughs> I'm going to say no disrespect to this brewing company. Right. Who is this again? Uh, other half. Other half. Which let me give. Let me actually add a little a sprinkle of 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 something for you sprinkle. here. Sprinkle. Sprinkle. Salt. Other bay. half brewing. I don't know if you guys remember. Was part of this uh, this global uh, uh, endeavor. <laughs> no, this <laughs> terrorist ring. Um, don't sue us. Um, no, it was, it was part of this global endeavor of um, I forget what it was for. There, it, it was some thing that we actually had a beer that was in collaboration with that same thing, like oh. two or three years ago. Oh, so I was like, other half brewing sounds really familiar. Yeah. And that's why I went. Okay. And that's why I brought it back. Okay. So shut your mouth. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to tell you. Well, unless that global initiative was the Peace Corps <laughs> <laughs> or some kind of like feed the homeless coalition, you fucked up. Yeah. But that's okay. Well, any, this, is, this is a good beer. Any who's there. Yeah. We, uh, I, I should say we were up in New York. Uh, Sherry and I, my, my girlfriend, were up in New York for uh, one of her best friend's weddings. Mm-hmm. So Congratulations. Yes. Uh, Jamie and Andrew, and congratulations. Hey. I, I was, uh, yeah. I was going to say a beautiful wedding. Beautiful wedding. Had a great time. I was going to say, Andrew, special shout out. My man's a writer for Brooklyn Vegan. And uh, he, he's he's a music buff, just like mm-hmm. you. I think you guys be would be quick friends. Yeah. So um, should link you guys up. But also, he was nice enough to give us our second beer here that we will talk about a little bit later. Okay. So I want to give him a, a shout out. All props due. Thank you very much, Andrew. Andrew. Uh, it was a. It was. It do was you want a date? Splendid time. Okay. He's married. You can't do that. Anymore. Oh yeah, he just got. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Uh, but what anyway, could, what could have been? What could have? Yes, lament upon what could have been and talk about uh, music. Uh, he he really enjoyed the latest Kendrick Lamar, just as we oh did. nice. So yeah, yeah, nice, very cool. All right, uh, but anyway, so all that to be all that to say, um, had a great time. Came back with COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, which I kind of I I felt the uh, the ominous uh, shadow over my entire trip yeah. because I'm like, I'm around way too many people. Um, I'm on two flights, right? Yeah. Let me tell you, uh, layover. No, okay. no layover, but both flights. And, and I mean, strangely enough in that, in that time, I, I mean, this is going to age this podcast, but there were tons and tons of cancellations. Yeah. We were fortunate. No cancellations, no delays. Yeah, it was, lucky. it was great. Only problem was there was an asshole, at least one asshole on every single flight. Yeah. No mask, mm. coughing like an asshole. Mm. And I'm like, we're, we're done in for. It's going to happen. We're wearing our mask the entire time. And there's somebody like maybe two rows down just yeah. every like, I don't know, literally, literally every at least five minutes coughing attack. I I. I when the when the airline companies were like, you know, uh, hey guys, rejoice, no more masks. Remember when people applauded on yeah. the planes? Yeah, when they, you when idiots. he fucking announced it. Oh, you guys can take your masks off. They finally lifted the fucking, and it's like, I, 
I, I don't understand. I don't get it. <clears throat> because even if you don't, even if you Ugh. think that COVID is a hoax, even if you have your whatever, whatever, I don't care about all, all that shit. Still, you're in the closest proximity that you can be with hundreds of strangers. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just, I mean, I guess the, uh, um, ah, spacing on the word. Like them forcing people, the regulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess is annoying to people, and you should have you should be able to have a choice. But I think with the regulations, once they lifted them, people were like, "Oh, now it, now it's a free for all." Well, no, the thing is, like, lifting the regulations was done in good faith with the idea that people would be, you know, sensible enough to either not fly if they're feeling sick enough or tested positive and or cover their mouths if they're if they have a cough or or you know uh, are sneezing or are feeling a little under the weather or are feeling like oh there's there's you know some allergies going on <laughs> good faith in this country good faith <laughs> I needed to grip the mic. I was going to say, what's happening? Good faith. Yeah. We... (laughs) To do anything. Yeah, no. Anything in this country. Do you know where you are? Under the guise of good faith. Yeah. Is fucking hilarious. Yeah. It is a laughable prospect. Apparently... So, <laughs> I got sick because of that good faith. You people have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the world is over. Okay. And uh, once you finally start waking up, once you red pills start waking up, I I feel like you've been holding this in. I feel like you, <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna go on some crazy rant. I feel like we're in the danger zone, my friend. I'm just. I'm. I'm gonna let it go. Okay. Because I I have a lot of thoughts and opinions, but I'm just gonna. Right. You know, okay. We're here to have a good time. We are here time. to have a good time. I I will say I was I was a, a bit chuffed, as chuffed. as as our friends may say, uh, across the pond. Chuffed. A bit chuffed. A bit, a bit chuffed. That uh, you know, I didn't have a choice in the matter. <laughs> yeah. Of my own public safety. I'm sure you were, as um, you should be. A bit chuffed. Yeah, but you know, fortunately, we're in a place within this entire panini that I was able to get an antiviral same day I got <clears throat> violently ill. Yeah. And by the next day, was starting already to feel better. Didn't have a uh, fever anymore. And within like two days after that pretty much symptom free yeah you know so here i am living and breathing you know I, I don't i'm trying to think if i have any like quote unquote long covid symptoms at this point well you won't know yeah yeah i yeah that's true i mean i i will i will say i did lose about 12 pounds which is nice <laughs> yeah that's good uh, i guess looking on the bright side yeah yeah um side. yeah and uh, unfortunately, I I also am still feeling like more tired when I try to work out. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, um, but beyond that, I feel like I'm pretty much 100. Like you know, 
I, I've I've had like allergy congestion, but beyond that, I, I, we're we're back rocking and rolling yeah. at this point. So yeah. hence us doing the show. Hey, so grateful for that. Wash 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 that wash that now. Um, uh, quick aside, quick aside, quick aside, quick aside. The uh, take us aside. The initiative that I was thinking about was the altogether. Uh, beer collaboration which oh. they did with sideward brewing oh uh, which we covered in episode 265 oh okay yes um, i remember now because that you said it and now i remember <coughs> because uh, i kept thinking all in together now because uh some wu-tang clan song uh-huh okay yeah i still don't know yeah. what that initiative was but um it's for the uh, hospitality workers who were laid off oh, during COVID. Oh, yeah. Very topical. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Very topical. Look at that. So. You know what? I apologize. It's good. It's good. Thank you. I think that's a perfect segue, actually, to what you've been up to. Yeah. I mean, I, I as a service worker, I'm in, a, in, in an industry that uh, at a moment's notice, you never know what could happen. And so... Uh, not that this is COVID related, but it is just things happen, right? Red light has been um, uh, undergoing construction because we are becoming a gastro pub, which is cool. Very cool. Very exciting stuff. Very yeah. happy about that. It's a brave new world. John Taffer says that if you uh, if you serve food, people will stay another hour at least drinking. I mean, so. if if the god John Taffer says it, then Tom saying. I know that he's. I know that people. I, I know that some shitty stuff has come out about oh, him. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I honestly. <clears throat> now, okay. <laughs> Table this, okay? okay? Now, now, all right. Pin, yeah. pin, pin this. Uh-huh. Pin this comment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 just put a little asterisk there, uh-huh. right? And then under it. And all of this is contingent upon the shitty things being some kind of sexual assault allegation or if he's just like a shitty boss or like an asshole, then I don't care about that. Like That's not cool, but I don't care about that. I want to be clear as well. I I am I'm under that asterisk as well. Right. But also, from what I understand, the shitty things that he's done is essentially he said that basically workers should be grateful for their jobs and. You know, the, okay. the, 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 the vast, like, walking away of, of service industry workers because they're like, we're not going to deal with this bullshit. He's like, nah. Right. Nah. Okay. So he's an asshole capitalist. Yeah. And that's not fine, but that's – I'm okay with that. Sure. And I'll still be a <laughs> fan of his. It's acceptable enough. Yes, that yeah. is exce- – I mean, he, he right. looks like an asshole, and he seems like an asshole, and he comes off like an asshole. He doesn't come off – he's not charming his or nice. His claim is yelling at people. Exactly. He walks in with an oversized blazer, and he's doing this yeah. and all this, and he's – Yeah. You yeah. don't think that guy's a fucking prick? <laughs> of course he is. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Sure. But again, if – if, if anything like, else if is out there. If there's weirder shit or yeah, bad shit, then yeah. yes, yes. Table this. And sure. We didn't mean it. We're sorry. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> but, yeah. Um, so, hopefully that is the case. Hopefully people... Well, you know, let me take that back. Hopefully they don't stay longer, but hopefully they pay more. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping yeah, for. Right, right. More customers, more money. <clears throat> 
and a a more enjoyable experience. You know, it it it's it's um it's exciting. Yeah. It's scary. It's nerve wracking. Sure. You know, it it's it's this new frontier that a lot of us aren't mm-hmm. really uh, well versed in. I mean, I've worked back a house mm-hmm. at restaurants. Yeah, and I've I've cooked before. I cook for fun, and I've cooked at jobs. So I've 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 been on the line of fast food restaurants and um, mid tier restaurants, diners, things like that, bars. So I'm not like completely out of the loop on it, but it's been a couple years. Oh sure, yeah. And this is a, like a whole new thing. Well, and it's completely different for red light, red light. Yeah, you know. So yeah. I mean, I, I will say as an outsider, I'm excited for it. You know, I, I, I think only good can come from having, like, an in-house food option there. Absolutely. Because, I mean, there, there have been plenty of times where I've dragged Sherry out to red light. And mm-hmm. I'll be honest with her. If it's around 5 o'clock, she goes, I mean, I don't want to stay out there too late because what are we going to eat? Right. And I'll have to look up and go, well, is there a food truck? Is it one we like? Right. Uh, do I want to spring for an Uber Eats and pay too much money for food? Right. Uh, so Oops. you know, I think it can only benefit as a <coughs> as a patron <laughs> myself. Yeah. Uh, I think it. I think it'll be great. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Uh, but we, you know, the place, <laughs> the bar already wasn't a place built to serve beer, and we ha- and we gutted it rearranged it and turned it into a place that serves beer that was an air conditioning uh facility right (laughs) yeah and now ironically and now (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a little toasty and now we are doing the same thing again with putting a kitchen in there a full service workable kitchen to turn it into a gastropub which as you may assume takes a lot of uh you know retrofitting yes yeah and so we've been closed uh longer than i than i would like you know it, it hurts the pockets a little bit but gives you a lot of free time to to sit around think work on some things and so that's what i've been doing i was gonna ask uh what was that, that you i mean I've, time I, with? i'll be honest with you i've wasted a couple of days for sure i've you gotta I've, you gotta I, there was a couple yeah. of days where i just i didn't get out of i didn't like leave my bedroom till like three o'clock in the afternoon and i was yeah. like man i just just burnt that day just burnt it <laughs> call it a, yeah. call it that i'm yeah. not gonna do nothing yeah. now um but there are other days where i like i was taking advantage of it so you know i i i tried to not jump on call of duty and kill like six hours of of the day just fucking go dropping into war zone been working on music which is super exciting because i I figured out um, I figured out a workflow for how to kind of start doing everything, which is to say I may like I'm getting to the point where <laughs> what I should have done years ago, but we're here now. Yeah. I'm starting to make my own beats. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at this point, make my own beats producing everything myself engineering it writing all the lyrics it's like a fully all-in-one self-service operation yeah you know and that was that was the one thing that always i was i was always at the mercy of finding producers collaborating with people which was cool 
I like collaborating with people, but mostly it was just finding beats online and, you know, paying the producers for those beats and, you know, getting wave files and hoping that they've mastered them. <clears throat> now, like in this spare time that I've had been able to kind of start to, you know, fully realize some of these ideas that I've had and that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of tracks coming soon. I'll be posting those. Um, and like just fully, fully me. And I know that, that like at, at this point, having put out a couple albums and having, you know, have like a, an okay following, like at this point it should, it should, it should come as like a, a, a like, of course, like this shouldn't be, this shouldn't be, it's just not something that like just should be celebrated as much because it's like, well, you should be, you should be past that, I guess at this point. But for me, even making like one successful track that lasts long enough for a full song, like the things that like that li- these little elements and things that I like adding to it and stuff like that, it's exciting. Yeah. It's just yeah. really exciting for me. I, I disagree. I disagree with your sentiment there. I think that's just negative talk. <clears throat> I think you get where you're supposed to be at your own time. So give yeah. it, cut yourself a break. Yeah. As long as the uh, end product is, is what you want it to be. You know, it's all that matters. You're right. But, I mean, I, I don't know, I, that, that sounds good to me. It's, it sounds like a, a, a good use of your, your time. Um, I will be sending you samples. Yeah. That's 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 what that's that's all I want. I, uh, I recently saw this. Uh, one of the things that I did when I was burning days as well. <laughs> when Once I start, once I was over the COVID but still couldn't go outside, um, I had a lot of time on my hands, too. Yeah. So I, of course, I mean, it, like the, the stars aligned for me and there was a criterion sale. And so I, I got um, this French film called The Red Circle, which is a right up your alley. And I, th- I think the soundtrack of that has a couple of jazzy things you could pull from. Also a movie you should watch. Okay. Because it's like, a, it's like a, an OG like crime heist film and it's french which makes it cooler yeah always yeah always yeah. makes it cooler the circle rich <laughs> um yeah very very good stuff very good stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um all right <clears throat> so yeah i will i i'm threatening you i will send you soundtracks and stuff all right i'm good with that so yeah, I mean that's pretty much how I've been spending my time. That and like catching up on like TV shows that I was I, I caught up on the boys, so I'm like all nice, all fill, filled up on that. And that's how'd you how'd you feel? Oh, it's yeah. great. I know, right? Oh, it's, it's so good. Anthony or Anthony, excuse me, Star is just incredible. He's a revelation. Incredible. He's 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 so good in that show. I mean, every scene he in, he's just despicable. Yeah, but in the best way. Yeah, it, like. Homelander is one of my favorite characters, maybe of all time. Yeah, like, bar none. Like just incredible. Yeah, and I feel like they need to do something with him, like get rid of him or figure something, figure something else to do, else out to do with him. Because I know they're like they know what they have with that character. Yeah. But it's getting to the point. I've heard this criticism of the boys, and we're not spoiling anything. But not a lot has changed in in the core dynamics of all the characters 
yeah since season one yeah not a lot so we need to shake it up a little bit that's my only criticism yeah but i'm i'm still there for the ride it was i mean definitely my favorite season of the boys so far yeah yeah um, i i would you know but people say that like it was inconsequential i disagree with that there was a lot of things that happened it just they happened so subtly that you you look at it and you go well no, nothing's really changed about the universe but it's like a, a lot has happened and, sure. changed. and, and there's a lot of internal changes yeah but outwardly there wasn't a whole lot of shaking right. up the dynamics going on and you know by the end of the season there's one dramatic difference um within the characters but beyond that <coughs> it, it feels kind of like we're kind of resetting the deck again for the next season yeah which is fine it's still fun it's still a great time and i'm still there for it and again this is the best season i think they've done so far um yeah and you know i i think i don't want any more of these like subversive anti-superhero shows this yeah. is enough yeah i think we got enough i don't need anything else yeah. the boys is the cap yeah no cap no cap yeah nice yeah yeah i mean we got invincible we got the boys that's enough that's yeah. enough yeah yeah then we've got all the the satirical takes on actual like well-known superheroes like the harley quinn show and like, sure yeah know, we we got it yeah you know we got it yep don't need to keep making this show no no <clears throat> but yeah the, the the boys is good um you know caught up on stranger things yeah I'm watching some other stuff. So, yeah, you know, taking, taking advantage of the time. Yeah, working, s- out. Been working out. Wow. Working out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice, like, yeah. consistently, you know. Wow. Night, like, like, you know, in it. Yeah. So, okay. try. Try. Yeah. Go try, get it. Try. I'm going after it. Yeah. I'm getting after it. Yeah. So. I'm going to ride the, the COVID wave of losing this little chunk of, of change, extra change I had. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know continue from there yeah yeah, yeah. with my diminished lung capacity yeah no it's tough it's tough i mean when i got it the first time uh (laughs) it was way way back then the that was the worst i think that was probably the worst not i mean it was the worst it was because it lingered yeah that was probably the worst thing about it like in a um in a vacuum the worst thing was the like the back pain and like the headaches and stuff like that mm-hmm. when I first got it the first couple of days. But like overall it was the lingering like I thought I thought for sure uh I I was that's just what was gonna be my life from now on. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh I can't go up a flight of stairs and I'm yeah. not even like I'm out of shape and I'm like that out of shape. I can't even go up a flight of stairs. I can't take my dog for a walk around the fucking block without yeah. feeling winded. Like I thought for sure that was it. And it it went it went away after like I don't know like four weeks mm-hmm. it went away and I was like okay it, and you can feel it you can feel the difference you wake up one day and you can, you <laughs> you trot down the stairs and you're like oh I'm not wheezing <laughs> it's gone yeah <clears throat> but uh, that was scary for that was scary for a minute I'm sure I mean even with my my I mean relatively short stay with COVID I I, I couldn't help but think like is this going to be forever. This sucks. <laughs> this sucks. I mean, sucks and I, I should say my my specific kind was the 
absolute the spicy kind. The complete. Uh, luckily, not the, the just the complete <clears throat> head congestion. Like yeah. it felt like this was completely like stuffed. You got mild flavored COVID. Yeah, and it, but like lightly salted COVID. <laughs> but it like it legit felt like I had like a brick in my head. I was absolutely exhausted. Yeah. I had the muscle pains, like all, like every muscle in my body felt like fatigued. Yeah, and like I couldn't get out of bed. And uh, I got a I got a decent fever on that first day. Um, and then I don't remember this, but Sherry said I was like talking that shit and just like <laughs> Looney Tunes. Oh, for real? <laughs> just yeah, like I was I was out there and just like having a good time with my fever. Huh. And um, yeah, so immediately she's like, "Call your doctor. You need the pills." Yeah. <laughs> and so I did. And uh, yeah, after some persuasion, my rheumatologist was like, "Yeah." take the pills but literally i mean right after like literally got the first day started taking it second day fever gone yeah so no horse pills just felt, the uh felt better already. no not the horse pills uh not the glue um <coughs> i uh yeah it's it's called paxlovid if you don't know paxlovid paxlovid this podcast presented by paxlovid, paxlovid. um it uh it did wonders it was great. My dad took the same one, and he had a good experience with it as well. Um, but the one Packs down, the, the fun one, for the whole family. The one downside. Oh yeah, right. My entire family caught COVID too. Like not related to me, but my entire family caught it. Just coincidentally. Coincidentally, yeah. While in Florida, <laughs> they caught it too. Um, this is the COVID cast. Um, yeah, we should call this one Chronicles. The Chronicles of COVID. Well, no, we had COVID Chronicles. When I got it, That's and we true, were doing yeah. the remote cast, yeah, we did like four, three or four episodes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you were out for like a month. We were. I mean, we we weren't doing the uh, the video pod for a while. I mean, I was I was out the first time I got it. I tested positive for like eight weeks. Yeah, remember it was just like over that and over and over insane. again. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, but your your, your family. Right. Well, no, I was going to say with Paxlovid, though. Paxlovid. Uh, <laughs> I will say, like, I, I genuinely feel like it, it saved my ass. Like, I immediately was feeling better. But Paxlovid. Put it in your ass. I will say. Don't do that. Uh, I, I will say the, the one downside to it was you get some diarrhea, which, mm. you know, <clears throat> fine, whatever. You may have that array with COVID. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. I, 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 don't. I thought you were saying. I thought you were talking directly at me. Like you may have that already. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Whatever, dude. This is not about me. This is about you. <laughs> who am I to it's judge? None of your business. Fuck you. Who, who am I to judge? <laughs> no, but y- you know, it, it's fine. It's manageable. You're at home anyway. Whatever. Not a big deal. Yeah. The other one, though, I will tell you, was a problem. The flavor that you get on your tongue mm. whenever you're not eating or drinking something one of the worst things one of the worst things uh, one of th- up there with the symptoms i had with covid interesting um you know i understand a lot of people lose <laughs> their sense of smell or taste with covid i didn't have that fortunately unfortunately because of the well <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know, I, I hear that it that is a uh, a side effect sometimes with COVID, but with this pill, it's like 
literally the second pill I took, and you're supposed to take, I think, no, the the first day uh, that I took it, a little bit, a few hours after that, I started to taste it. You take three pills every day. Ugh. That's a lot of pills. And it tasted like a hot grapefruit rind <laughs> that was basting on a tin can all day. <laughs> you know? Like, uh, it. I'm basting in a tin can. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, it was it was bitter. It was tinny and like metallic and gross. And the longer it lasted, like the more garbage juice essence would come out. That's uh, simply upsetting. It was very upsetting. Now I, I did some research and I found out through actually I think it was a Bon Appetit article or something like that. Boo. Boo. Um, but it actually helped the yeah. the cinnamon candies like the Red Hots that I usually avoid like the Plague because they're terrible. They're terrible. Um, really help. Mm. <laughs> so I I I went on Amazon. I bought a giant pack. Of these red hot candies, uh, the 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 fun size little ones, mm-hmm. um, and I just immediately started popping them. Yeah, and you know what? Did the trick. It got got rid of that flavor in between meals and stuff, and I mean, <coughs> it it really helped out because midway through my cycle of Paxlovid, I'm like, I don't know if it's worth it anymore. <sighs> I might Art. just I might just deal with the COVID. It was that bad. It was that bad. Wow. Yeah, it was that bad. But you know, that being said. On the other side of it now, like I'm absolutely grateful that I had Paxlovid because without it, I mean, I don't know how bad it could have gotten. Paxlovid. Paxlovid. I I hate cinnamon candy, dude. So terrible. Yeah, it's really the I worst. Used to, I used to eat the what was the gum? Red Hot. Uh, Big Red. Big Red. Yeah. Big yeah, Red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Your uh, my my you know your 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 taste buds change yeah and when I was a kid I loved Big Red and then now I'm like Ugh. Yeah. I hate everything anything that's cinnamon based that's not like you know that coffee coffee or French toast or like sure. something in that yeah. vein like you know a, a, a cinnamon swirl or like yeah, a, yeah. you know a bun or something if there's anything other than that just dump it out. You know, just throw it yeah. away. Well, I mean, that's not even like a real cinnamon flavor. It just tastes hot and like, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what the flavor is. It tastes like red. Yeah, that, it tastes. Yeah, it tastes like red. the The idea, like cinnamon, all it does is just make things hot. Yeah, like it's it's, it's yeah, it's, it's like bizarro pepper. Yeah, and when pe- anybody even fucking suggests. Uh, fireball. I'm like, get out of my house. Uh, You're no longer welcome here, and I don't want you in my life anymore. Fireball. Fireball. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Jokes Thank aside. You. Thank you. It yeah. sucks. I know as well as any. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you and Sherry and your family are, are on the mend. Thank you. Um, Thank you, yes. I'm, I'm just glad that we're able to get back to the show that we love and um, – yeah, I mean, hopefully we both stay healthy, and hopefully you guys at home stay healthy as well. That's I right. highly recommend you continue wearing your mask. Yes. Please. And Especially in these highly public areas. Stay home if you're not feeling well. Please, don't travel if you're not feeling well. 
please. I, I beg of you. Do you really want to be the guy in seat 6C who's going, Ugh! Ugh! You must not have... That guy has no shame. No. You have to have no shame. Decency. Nothing. Because if you're, if you're coughing like that, just... Just just wear the mask. Like it's not even like a political thing or a covid thing. It's like you're not feeling well and you have somebody who is inches from you. Right. And I can't escape. Right. I it's I, I have can't no go choice. anywhere. It's yeah. not a, it's not a bus. It's not yeah. a fucking like I don't get to just stand up and walk away. Right. I have to sit in this spot. Yeah. You're forcing me to get sick. It's like what a fucking asshole. Yeah. What a fucking asshole. I agree. I hope that that guy stumbles on this show. And he's like, oh, I like beer. I'll, I'll listen to this pop. Oh, they're talking. Oh, I went to New York a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Oh, hell, maybe the. Wait a minute. <laughs> am, Fuck you. Am I the asshole? You are the asshole. You're a piece of shit. I want you to know that. Was that Burt Kreischer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sound like Burt Kreischer. I can't do. I can't do his laugh. It's no. just. It's too. Uh uh-uh. It feels like his. Uh, his vocal cords and his n- nasal passages are being squeezed. Yeah. 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 Oh, Burt Kreischer. Mm-hmm. Oh, Burt. Or Burt Krishna. Mm-hmm. Brent Krishna. Chrysler. All right. <clears throat> so, the pod would not be the pod as it is if we didn't jump into some uh, movie and, and entertainment news. So, let's just dive right in to okay. the first thing. Right? Yeah. There's so much that has happened since we've been off that we're not going to get to it all. If you guys feel like there's something that we need to address, need to address, please send us uh, on Instagram. Um, like, you know, DM us on Instagram if we if there's something that we need to address. Yeah. Or because there's so many things. YouTube comments work, too. Or YouTube comments. <clears throat> Uh, but what we're going to do is address the things that we want to address, okay? Because it's our show. And we do what we want on our show. And the first thing that we're going to talk about is the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. You know, relevant things like that. <laughs> so this show, the, uh, this movie gets announced, or yeah. I guess the, the trailer comes out for Rob Zombie's version of the monsters right which had been announced a long time ago yeah um you know as soon as you hear a, like a pg movie of the monsters directed by rob zombie of all people who's known to be this like ultra gory ultra edgy movie director i'm intrigued is he like <laughs> the original no i shouldn't say that He's not the original, but I think he's in the same. He's in the same vein of like edge lord directors trying to take <laughs> things to the next level, trying to get as gory as possible. Yeah, well, you know, I I kind of weirdly feel like he's more of a throwback than anything else. You mm. know, like he's he's a throwback to the seventies, like you know, kind of no rules filmmaking, uh, specifically in horror. That, that sounds highly complimentary. Before we get into all that, we need to break open these beers. We're changing gears and we're changing beers. So, I agree. Obi, please tell us the next beer. Uh, well, the next beer we got on the docket, my friend, Thank you. is from Blue Point Brewing Company. Uh, this is the 
uh, the evergreen magic from the illusion series six uh, it's, it comes in eight percent abv it is a double dry hopped hazy double indian pale ale with spruce needles very interesting uh brew with strata chinook simcoe and simcoe cryo uh we don't have a cold read beyond that uh but again thank you andrew for giving us our daily bread um, give us us our daily bread uh, yeah nice all over me <laughs> on your shorts this is a brand new black shirt uh, I'll never get this out <laughs> Ooh. oh you can't you can't see it but I'm wearing like a, <clears throat> a black shirt and my like shorts Here's my thighs nice. black shirt and thighs thighs are out yeah I was trying to go for like a uh I was picturing like Vegeta when he doesn't have the Saiyan armor uh-huh. and he's just yeah, wearing yeah. the like I thought I thought for sure that in the show he wore like short, like a shorts version of it, but uh-huh. I, I don't know. I couldn't find it online. I don't know. I'm, I'm just happy that you Googled Vegeta shorts. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I Googled. You wouldn't believe what I Googled. <laughs> I Googled. The things I've seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I get into details on that, but this is a Vegeta inspired outfit, nice. even if it can't, even if it doesn't seem like it, yeah. it is. Yeah. All right. I dig it. Cheers. Cheers. okay all right so back to the monsters you were saying it's intriguing a guy like rob zombie making a pg-13 sure horror movie no no not even a pg-13 it's pg PG, yes yes and it's not a horror movie it's it's a monsters comedy yeah so it's just like a family movie yeah a light comedy yeah a light family comedy just fun for the whole family it seems well actually would this would this this be worth a trailer trash well i have to rewatch the trailer we can just watch it now okay i think i could just edit in the trailer okay i don't think that'd be i mean we're 50 minutes in i don't think yeah. i mean if you if it gets picked up i'll just slice it back out okay fair enough all right would you like to see it here yeah okay Okay, so we have the classic Universal logo coming in. Love that. Yeah. Nice nice touch. He's good for stuff like that. Rob the director. Well, again, he's like a throwback guy, right? Uh-huh. Also very funny that they name-check House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. In, yeah. Oh, uh, I, I don't like the sound of that. Think of it. The brain of a super genius transplanted into the body of a perfect. Okay, so does this not look like it was filmed on like an iPhone? I want a man. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a um, one of those like shitty network TV like shows. Yeah. Like through my yeah. Dead it's like a ne- yeah, exactly like a network TV I show. down in the land. Oh no! Remember what happened last time? He was battered. I'm gonna go. Okay. And and also Rob okay, Zombie has to put his wife in it. Uh, yeah, always. She's always in it. What exactly do you Right, want? she's always in like his Every single one. 
I think. <laughs> Cherry Moon Zombie. Uh -huh. I knew the moment I laid eyes on you that you were special. I understand. This doesn't feel like a trailer. This feels like I'm just a regular gal living a boring, like a sneak peek life. of the movie. Kind of. It's not filmed in the way that a trailer. Is. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it really, it really doesn't feel like a trailer at all. It's not like. Shows you a part of my life. I don't know. Or edited rather in the way that a trailer would be Oh, come on, you know, and it's I know. Slow. That we gotta get rid yeah. of that bozo Herman Munster. <laughs> also, strangely enough, this is very clearly like a prequel to the TV yeah. show? Yeah. Because in the TV show, they're obviously Herman Munster's together. Right, with, they're uh, like the whole family. That's the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, and they have a, the they have a kid. Yeah. A little wolf boy, for some reason. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. It's really weird. Because I have to ask, who is this for? Greetings from yeah. Transylvania! That's a strange way of saying hello. Oh, I guess we're gonna have to get used to it. And then she's bloodily murdered. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, um, who's that for? Who that for? Who, 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 why this is being made. <laughs> um, Mr. Zombie, why you do this? It, 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 it is he funding this? Well, obviously not. I mean, well, no, no, no. It's um, and this was only I think recently unveiled, but it's a Netflix movie. Oh, oh. So that makes me go That's even stranger. Well, in a way, but it kind of makes me like understand why it looks so cheap. <laughs> Fuck you, Netflix. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I just, I am, I am, uh, <sighs> I. I'm fascinated and also so confused by all the decisions being made around yeah. this movie. Yeah. The Monsters was always a thing that I was confused as a child and even now as an adult as to why it was so popular. Yeah. My mom really likes to make reference to the show because there's a guy... Or a kid or some character in it with like a deep ass widow's peak. Oh and yeah, yeah. The uh the son, the the, the, son, the werewolf yeah, right. son. And anytime <laughs> Eddie Eddie Monster. Eddie Monster. And yeah, anytime yeah. somebody has like a like a like a dope ass widow's peak. Yeah, yeah. My mom is always like well, Eddie Munster. She <laughs> always does that shit. And that's the only reason I even know what the and fucking monsters is. Yeah. <laughs> And then I had to go and look it up one day, and I was like, this is the show. She always be watching corny ass shit. No. But. It was yeah, of it was, our parents' generation. They, they I mean, I, I only know it because my parents watched it when they were younger, too. Yeah. Well, I watched some of those some of those older shows, like when Nick and Knight started playing. Of course. Yeah, yeah. We, we got it by proxy. Yeah. You know, a lot of that stuff. But not the Monsters, though. That was yeah. one show that I never. I mean, I, I've seen a couple episodes doing an in, uh, an investigation on the show sure, and trying yeah, to figure yeah. out like what the fuck is this doing your own research and i understand that maybe mr zombie uh probably has a very uh uh, uh he has a place in his heart yeah of course i mean it, it, it makes perfect sense when you think about it like i'm sure he grew up with it and loved it because you know 
he's obviously a horror aficionado. Yeah. It's a, you know, a, a, a network TV show about horror characters. So, mm-hmm. you know, hand in hand. Yeah. Perfect fit. When it's like, uh, it's funny that it it is the show... It's the show that Universal wanted their universe to be. Remember their monsters <laughs> universe, sure. their dark universe, the dark universe. Yeah. yeah, god damn. Strange times we were living in when everyone was like, "We're going to create a universe." Fast and Furious <sighs> wanted to do a universe, the dark universe, the fucking everybody wanted to create their own universe, and and <clears throat> for all of the hate and for all of the shitting on that the MCU gets, it's still going strong. This phase four is still going well, strong. Well, okay. Strong? Sure, sure, sure. And that would be a perfect segue. Do we have anything else to say about this <laughs> Rob Zombie thing? Because that's a beautiful segue. Well, okay. Just, I, I'm i like, look, I, I got to level with you. Level with me. The trailer's trash. <laughs> it's trash. It's trash. <laughs> it's trash. It's trash. It's a trash trailer. It's a trash trailer. It, it, it made me less interested in the project. Yeah. It, it looked it, low budget. It looked like it was it, written poorly. It just, it looked like a student film. Sorry, Mr. Rob Zombie. It really did. I think you're a great filmmaker. I do. Well, great. That's a strong word. Good. I think you're a good filmmaker. Yeah, I yeah. do. I really do. The, the hate that he gets for the Halloween movies and for, you know, his, for everything that he's done, yeah. um, you know. I don't think he deserves the, the hate that he, I, I like the first Halloween movie. I, I like well, it. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I think that one's really good. And honestly, like, I legitimately like Devil's Rejects. Yeah, I, 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 me too. I me think too. it's a well-made 70s homage. I saw that movie in theaters, dude. Yeah. With my dad. <laughs> Didn't you guys hate it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I hated it when it came out. Yeah. We were. My dad was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> what the did we just watch yeah he was yeah. angry <laughs> he was not happy that we watched which that. is a legitimate response to that movie yeah, yeah yeah but i like i i i have a special place in my heart for that movie i, I really yeah. do i really do enjoy it well going back you know now now having seen like a lot of like 70s movies black exploitation movies exploitation movies b movies yeah. grindhouse movies stuff like sure. that you get a different it's appreciation a, it, for what it is that's exactly what it is it's a 70s grindhouse movie yeah yeah um but anyway, yeah, I I mean, just as such a strange anomaly of, of these stars crossing at the right time, I'm curious what this is going to end up being. Yeah. I'll probably watch it just out of morbid curiosity. For sure. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it, it. That's all I got. It does make it easier <laughs> that it's on Netflix. So it's like, sure. like we can you can feed that curiosity by just popping on the Netflix. Yeah. yeah. That song fucking fucks, man. I hadn't listened to that in a while, and it came on uh, the other day, and I was like, this song is sick as fuck. Say what you will about anything that Rob Zombie's done. His, His music has always been great yeah <laughs> chunky just <laughs> like this is like two chainsaws playing a guitar it is this is awesome it is it, like i understand it being somewhat in the butt rock genre at times but it is it is weird enough for it to earn my respect you know all, i, th- I but, think that's an apt de- definition of rob zombie himself weird <laughs> enough to earn my earn respect. my respect no exactly it, i mean especially if you go back to like the white zombie stuff that he did mm-hmm. before just being rob zombie 
It's good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. Check it out. Especially if you're, I mean, as like a uh, film guy, like I see all the film references and stuff in his, in his music. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you know what you're doing. You know what you're talking <laughs> you know, about. You know what you're doing here. Even the name White Zombie. Yeah. Reference. <clears throat> it's all references. I love it. Anywho. All right. So that's, I mean, trailer might be trash, but everything else around it makes it interesting. So we might be back with, with something on that. Possibly. We'll, we'll at least give, yeah, a, yeah. give an opinion on it uh, at well, some point. One, one, more, one more note. I, I see Rob Zombie is almost like a, a Kevin Smith figure. Mm. Whereas, like, mm. I respect them so much, mm. even though I don't like the majority of their work, yeah. film-wise. Yeah. I still respect them so much. It's, I, like a, it's like a friend of yours doing something where you're like, man, it's just, it's not good, but I love you so yeah, much. Yeah, no, exactly. And I respect them for continuing to, like, put their vision out there. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I will continue to respect the both of them. And, uh, oh, you know. quick uh, trailer trash on Clerks 3. Trash or not? <sighs> I'll say not trash for that because it hits enough notes that, uh, for nostalgia at least, that you're like, mm, yeah, I see where you're going with that. It. Uh, Again, it feels very cheap and yeah. like, uh, I don't know if this is going to work out, but I, I think it worked better than the the Munsters trailer for me. I think it's, <clears throat> I think Kevin Smith is getting a little too self-referential, like the characters in Clerks, maybe making them a making movie. a movie, Clerks 2 might have worked, Yeah, but the character having a heart attack and then making a movie... Is just like okay. Is this an autobiography sure. now? And yeah, yeah. I get, I get that he's like hitting on those points and stuff like that. But it's like these characters are just way too old to be doing this shit. Yeah, like two guys still working at a fucking gas station, and and do they own the place? I don't remember if they own the place. Yeah. If they don't own the place, I don't even know what's happening anymore. I don't think so. If they're just like two guys making minimum wage, they're adults. There's no... Let me tell you something. Let me tell you, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. There is no fucking way that dude with that goatee bagged Rosario Dawson, okay? Let me tell you something. There is no way on God's green earth that I believe that that fucking guy bagged Rosario Dawson. Ahsoka. There's no, Ahsoka. No way. No way. No how. I will never. Sorry, Kevin Smith and whoever that actor is. I'm, I'm never giving it to you. There's no way. There's no charm on uh, in the universe. He couldn't. He couldn't gather enough charm. Happen. In the universe to make that happen, and yeah. I'm not even saying that I'm not calling Rosario Dawson uh, shallow. I'm sure that she's uh, a, a perfectly well balanced person who would see past looks and and view a a, a good person for a good person because sure. that's how highly I think you regard of Rosario of Dawson. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, there's no, no same. fucking way that that dude bagged her. Just no way. Yeah. Just no way. Yeah. Well, that's a. And in the trailer, they're like. Living at home, you know, rubbing feet and shit. It's like no, no, no way, no way. Well, that's a that's a further discussion to be had about Kevin Smith's depiction of women in a lot of his movies. Oh is, yeah, they always he did he does the Judd Apatow thing where yeah, they're just like the they, hottest chicks on the planet. And I'm not I'm trying I'm not I'm not trying to be misogynistic. Like again, women can see women especially 
when in heterosexual relationships will see past a lot of bullshit <laughs> that men do. They and, do so often. Oh, I mean, they're so yeah. forgiving, so forgiving. Right. And and I'm not trying to take that part away from from the fact that like women in in hetero relationships will look past looks terrible fucking uh uh habits all kinds of shit yeah. to stick yeah. with a man i'm not saying that that i'm just saying that like these guys these filmmakers in particular make a habit of like picking the schlubbiest fucking guy and going you well, know it's- you know who would go really well with this dude fucking penelope cruz yes. some high anna de armas <laughs> yes like let's find the hottest human being that we can find on the planet and pair them with like yeah. fucking Michael Sarah. Sure. Sure. Like, give me a fucking break, <laughs> man. Give me a fucking break. I mean, there's a lot to be said about that. <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's their fantasy and yeah. that's how they write the story. Um, well, and and the best part about that is we say all this, but they're living that fantasy. Judd Apatow's wife is Leslie Mann. Sure. She's crazy hot. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen's wife. I don't. I don't. She's not. Fa- I think she's like a producer writer. Uh, but she's she's crazy hot. True. You know, I have never seen Kevin Smith's wife, but I'm sure she's. Oh beautiful. no, she's she's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, she she's is. A, she's a very very classically beautiful woman. And that's that's like uh, she was in uh, one of his movies actually. Um, she was one of the three like uh, latex leather clad women in. Um, uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> that should uh, evoke a, a thought. From it, but it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. No. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah, Not no, even a little no, bit. No. But, but yeah, uh, no, I, I, I see. I didn't put those things together. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, these these guys made it. The they, schlubs. The schlubs that uh, that could. Yeah. If you will. But they they are they are writing a particular experience that <laughs> doesn't are. happen. For, well, maybe they believed it so much that they. You know, achieved. they willed it into yeah, ex- they did. Ex- existence. They did. And, and I mean, I think I think it it goes to say that if you're a driven, passionate, funny person, even if you're not, the, you know, the the most chiseled man on earth, have the most defined chin, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy's got them weak ass chins. chins. I'm sorry. <laughs> you a generation of weak ass chins. <laughs> But even with all that, that's why we have beards. You don't have exactly. to see our weak ass chins. It's a you can't, strategy. You can't even tell. It's a strategy. We got strong chins under these beards. Nah, 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 you nah, you nah. don't even know. Um, even with all that, though, like it, I think it, I think it is an apt lesson that if you are an outgoing, driven, goal-oriented, funny, weak-chinned, charis- ca- weak-chinned but charismatic <laughs> person, you know, you can find you can find someone who is up to your standards. You know, yeah, yeah. Or don't James, settle. Or or you're James Franco and you sexually assault them. Anyway, let's. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what you do with those good looks. You sexually assault people. <sighs> that's what he did. I I know that's what he did. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying to go out and do it. Okay. I'm saying that's what he did. Well, maybe look, maybe maybe look out for people who are classically beautiful. Maybe that's the lesson. Men, Men who are classically pretty. And yeah. beautiful, and have the looks because a lot of them get by, you know, looking good, but being shitty people. What's the best looking dude that also seems like the nicest guy? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, oof. 
John Hamm seems pretty nice. I was just thinking John Hamm. <laughs> I really was because he seems like a genuinely like <clears throat> down to earth like dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um. Ooh. Classically beautiful, but also super nice. I heard Brad Pitt is like nice, but then I've also seen stories where they're like he's also a piece of shit. Like his whole thing with really? Angelina Jolie. Yeah, that's like that's kind of a toss up with that's like disappointing. Depending on depending on like what perspective you take on that one, seems kind of shitty on that in that regard too. Like, uh, yeah. quote me, but don't quote me on this. I I thought I read a story where they were like he kind of was shitty with the kids like kind like you know it was oh, like i'm an actor yeah. and like he's got to, you know he's busy and he's got to do all this other shit and he's like just wasn't really there for them and like from what i understand angelina jolie was out here like rescuing a bunch of kids from cambodia and shit and he was like i don't i don't want to be a part of this like i want to be an actor right. like i don't want to take care of eight kids yeah. from another country yeah i may be uh putting words in his mouth <laughs> On that one, but it still uh, seems like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Henry Cavill. Oh, oh, that's a that's such a great choice. Yeah, he seems like such a nice guy. Right, big old nerd who just also happens to be one of the sexiest men on the planet. Sure, one of us. Yeah, but also just like, but like not even oh us at God. like even a little bit. Yeah. You know, incredible. Yeah, it's like your brother a little bit. Yeah, if your brother was just like a little nerdier. Yeah, and British. And British, right. and not your brother at all. <laughs> sure, yeah. Had a mustache sometimes. Uh, yeah. Um, you know that's what. Hey, your your brother, he worked out and he got all the muscles and stuff, but he cannot grow a beard like that. No, he can't. I do hope. I do hold out hope, and this is a very inside joke, but I hope that he does when he becomes a dad, grows out a mustache. Yeah. 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 I think he would be like Omni Man. It'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, it'd be perfect. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Yeah. Has he ever, ever even tried to grow out facial hair? Uh, sure, yeah. And yeah. how'd it go? I mean, it went fine, but at the time he was in high school and, it, you know, it was, it was weak sauce. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. still growing. But I feel like now he could do it. it it'd be a little gray. I, I see the stubble sometimes. Ah, the a little gray. Pepper, I don't mean to expose you. But, you know, it's it's it happened to me. And, mm -hmm. you know, he's older than me. So yeah, it's bound to happen to him. Yeah. Um, what does he say about your hair? I'm sure he fucking hates it. I know he. Th it, I mean, it, it like okay. Let me preface it by saying your hair is amazing and I love it. But he, I'm sure he fucking <sighs> is like, when are you gonna cut it? Or is he is he on board? Um, you know, I I think he he gave me shit for a long time while it was still growing. Now that I've had it for a while, I think he's accepted it. Yeah. Um, he more so leans into um, you know. He has all the good genes. I have the bad genes. <laughs> so, it. I mean, most recently, because he caught COVID too. Most recently, such a mean thing to say. in the background when I was talking to my mom, because he was over their house. Uh, oh my god! You know, I, I was talking to my mom about how I'm still like getting over my symptoms. Is you know a few days ago? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm still getting over it. I just have a little bit of sinuses, whatever. <laughs> He goes, I hear in the background, two days. <laughs> they go, yeah, it's very nice. It's very nice, Richie. Thank you. <laughs> Got over it in two days. Dude, so. he's the worst and the best at the same time. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. God, that dude. Man, so. That dude. Yeah. 
two days. Yep. <laughs> I got over it. And he just comes in. Two days. Weak. <laughs> weak motherfucker. You weak chin motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Must be how Kevin Smith feels. I know, right? Uh, All right. Uh, so on to on to the next. On to the next. Um, this this this. Uh, speaking of weak chins, <laughs> sure. Or I guess the exact opposite of a weak chin. Uh huh. Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. Has been released to a resounding meh. Yeah, pretty much. You know, as far as reviews are concerned. Yeah. Uh, I mean, on, on both sides, though, not just like, not just critical reviews, but audience reviews seem to be kind of like middling a little bit, too. Yeah. But the money, though, it's really of all course. that Of course. I mean, it's, the money. it's an MCU movie. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Nothing. You're going to go watch it. I'm going to go watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. We haven't seen it yet, so we have no opinions on the movie itself. Right. We were, though, very interested in the controversy that has arisen as the movie Rise. was being promoted uh, because of the helm. The helmer? Is that a word? Helmer. helmer. The, the guy who helmed? The, the man who at the helm. The man at the helm. Yes. Of the, I mean, he's basically got the keys to the ship as far as the franchise is concerned. He's directed the last two movies sure. and has moved... Uh, the needle on the emotion of the franchise, uh, right. Taika Watiti, which um, he has one of the greatest names of all time. I love saying it. <laughs> sure, I love reading it. He has been on this promotional tour because it's funny. It's funny. He's one of the only directors that is just famous enough because of like his voice acting work. Yeah, and because he's good looking. Yeah, that. He goes on these promotional tours. Well, he's, a, he's a triple threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He well, but but when's the last time you've seen fucking Tarantino or Scorsese or McQuarrie or anybody? I don't know why I threw McQuarrie in there. Like he's on the left. Like he's in the same tier as those guys. It was very but, very kind of you. Very kind. You're welcome. But what I'm saying is like, when's the last time you've seen a writer director on the promotional tour? That doesn't happen. The stars of the movie go out there sure, and promote yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taika Waititi is out here doing all this press, which. In retrospect, probably should keep his fucking mouth shut. You know, he probably should just fucking stay behind the camera and just yeah. shut the fuck up. You know, well, he's ruined a lot of goodwill that he built up over the last couple of years. So let's kind of dive dive into it. Okay. What has what has happened in the past uh, couple of months with this guy? <coughs> There's been it. It feels like a polar shift in the appeal of Taika Waititi on the internets. Yeah. Um. Very weird. Uh, and I, I started noticing it maybe two or two or three weeks ago, as the run up to uh, the new Thor movie um, was coming out. It seemed like people were starting to like second guess this adoration with Taika Waititi. Yeah, and I didn't get it at first because it's like you know I I've generally been a fan of everything he's done, uh, you know. And he has a very successful show with uh, what we do in the shadows and mm -hmm. uh, the, the the our flag means death mm -hmm. and obviously he's continuing to make like motion pictures so motion pictures motion pictures seventy yeah yeah the <laughs> he's continuing to make motion the moving pictures, pictures. makes the moving pictures um but 
you know, I, I didn't really understand where this hate was coming from, but I did a little bit of research, as one does. And, you know, I, I, um, I saw that, first of all, there is this kind of quiet undercurrent of people who hate Jojo Rabbit, which yeah. I didn't realize. Same. Um, <laughs> I saw the movie. I found it fine. I thought it was pretty good, personally. Um, but reading the criticisms, I understand the beef that some people have with it. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know you can look up yourself. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoon feed it for you. But uh, there are some legitimate criticisms about Jojo Rabbit simplifying the Holocaust and Nazism, and you know, like kind of being on the edge of like acceptable as far as like what the messaging really is behind the movie. Um, once you dig a little bit past the surface level of like, oh, it's, you know, a, a, f- like a funny take on Hitler that we're obviously poking fun at because he's so stupid and Nazis are stupid. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's okay. It, um, yeah, it's a very simple-minded way to look at things. It was like, you know, Taika's like, I'm just going to play this up for laughs because fuck Hitler. Sure. And that's cool, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, but if a character is not being laughed at, they're being laughed with, right. you make them empathetic. That's exactly the crux of the uh, the, the article. So, yeah, there, there are characters within that that, you're, that are Nazis that you're supposed to intrinsically sympathize with. Yeah. With, you know... Without it being very obvious that, like, that's the case, it's not like we're trying to make Nazis seem nice, but at the same time, like, within the, the context of the comedy at hand, that's the way it plays out. Anyway, it's very complex. You got to think about it a little bit more. We, you don't get to cast Stephen Merchant as a Nazi and think, like, he's not going to, like, charm the shit out of it. Like, you know. Sure. He's, he's just, he's hilarious. Right. Stephen right. Merchant. He's sure. hilarious. Sure. I mean, but you know, that's that's kind of a, 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 a not fair when you consider that that same article pointed to Inglorious Bastards as a good example of how to deal with the subject, um, because that movie has very like obviously a very charismatic Nazi at the core of it. Yeah, but still handles the subject <coughs> in a way that for this Jewish person was appropriate. Yeah, because Christoph Waltz is, I mean, just I mean, he 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 he's he's dripping in 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 riz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's swagoo. He's in the sauce. He's yeah. he's awesome. That's why he right. got an Oscar. Yeah. On the same token, his actions are pure evil, right. despicable. He's a bastard. He's a terrible, terrible, terrible. Not, not human with an being. e. Uh, not, uh, no, no, bas- just a straight bastard. up b a s t a r d. Like right. terrible person. And his actions reflect that. So well, it's the same thing with like Hitler. Hitler, you can you can see his speeches and read his writing and go, yeah, he was a charismatic person. He's also a vile, disgusting sure. human being. Like it's sure. not, not even a yeah. Well, and human it, beings are smart enough to. Beyond that, it's more so the um, the reaction to those characters. So within Glorious Bastards, the uh, I forget the name of the actor, like the the actor who's portraying an actor in the movie. Um, 
Michael Fassbender. No, he's no, no, playing no, a no, critic. No, no, no. The the one who is supposed to be like this new star. Oh, who falls oh, oh, in love yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, oh, oh, he's so good too. Yes, yes, he's I, he's okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah, yeah. we all know who we're talking about yeah. here, right? Um, so his, the, <laughs> the actor who plays a soldier who becomes an actor it becomes an actor, yeah. right? Exactly, becomes the star of this movie, um, and that's where the the premiere that they're at for, right? right. And so. It's funny because in the movie, it always kind of struck me as like, wow, it's really brutal that uh, Shoshana, like, just straight up murders him. Murders him. And, you know, he ends up murdering her, but <coughs> it always, at the time at least, struck me as like, oh, man, that that's kind of rough. Yeah. Because, like, he was like, oh, I really like you. And then she shoots him and, like, you know. But... Within reevaluating, it's like yes, that's how you deal with Nazis. Like that's that is the only appropriate thing to do with Nazis. That's yeah. the only appropriate interaction with Nazis is is to destroy them. Yeah, because their entire <coughs> being is based in this awful like frame of mind. Mm-hmm. This, this awful worldview, and Shoshana being a Jewish person. Just because he's infatuated with her doesn't mean that she's suddenly uh, uh, above other Jewish people, you know? Like, right. No. She, she never lost sight of her life's mission. Exactly. And thinking about it in that way, it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's exactly how she should have interacted with him. Right. But in in um, Jojo Rabbit, it, it's dealt with in a, in a much more wishy-washy way. Well, it's silly. Yeah. They're and silly. And and it, there's something similar that happens. With, I'm not going to ruin the story if you want to <coughs> watch it your, for yourself. But you know there is a love interest sort of situation with a Jewish girl, and yeah. and it's dealt with in a much, I guess, it, especially in, in in the view of this this writer, which I can now see the view of, um, in a in much less appropriate way, because the the other person is a Nazi. Yeah, <laughs> it's like mm, mm, well, these there's a, there's a don't. There's a difference work. between a character being charismatic and like the film being played up for silly laughs. That that like you you have to a, a character or person, a human being being charismatic, you have to you have to illustrate why so many people would go along with a plan like this in the first place. And and part of that is because they were convinced by charismatic people like Hitler to go along with these things, right? Sure. And that's the reason that history shifted in these ways. That's the reason why a guy like Donald Trump, sorry, Oof, we're going there, was I j- no judgment on either side of it. Fuck Donald Trump on any side of it, but that's the reason why a person like Donald Trump or Barack Obama. You want to play both sides of it? Let's play both sure. sides of it. Barack Obama is 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 a is a person who's maxed out charisma. That's that the charisma. Yeah, stat. sure. <clears throat> you have to like those are the people that while that, droning people in the Middle East. Right. Right. <laughs> those are the people that move culture, right? And when we when historians look back and go, why did people listen to these people in the first place? You go back and you watch those things and you read what they wrote and you go, oh, it's it's easy to see. Right. You think you look at Hitler and the actions and, and, and what he was able to convince people of. And you go, how can people how could they believe this thing? But, yeah, you see people acting like he's the Beatles. Right. You know? Like exactly. Crying and screaming. Exactly. So a character like uh, uh, 
uh, Christoph Waltz's character. I forget his name off the top of my head. But, like, that makes sense within that context. But when you play it up for laughs, it's not sure. played for laughs. I guess is the crux of this argument is, like, in Inglorious Bastards, it's not played for laughs. It's played for realism. And right. he just happens to be charming and charismatic. Steven Merchant and, 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 and Taika Waititi, like, that's played for silliness. And I know that they are digging at those characters. They're making them silly and, and ridiculous because they're saying fuck you to these characters. But at the same time, they're playing it up for laughs. Well, okay, without getting specifically into... We're delving way too much into Jojo Rabbit. But I make your point and I then we'll... I understand, I understand, I <coughs> understand. Really quickly, the, and again, please read the article. It goes far deeper than I'm able to at this point. Um, Hans Landa. Hans Landa. Right? Hans Landa. Right. Good job, good job. Thank you. I, I pulled it up. <laughs> I pulled it up. It's a backstop, but you got it. It's Hans, it was fishing yeah, yeah, around yeah. in there. Hans Landa, yes, of course. Yeah. Um, no, but um, for Jojo Rabbit, the the main crux of it is actually not having to do with Steve Merchant's character, but having to do with our actual protagonist, the kid, mm-hmm. uh, who's in the Hitler Youth, um, eventually befriending this Jewish girl, and the Jewish girl like being sassy and kind of playful with him early on, instead of being like truly fearful for her life. Yeah, which she should. Be. Which she should be. Which would be more, you know, true. I won't even say realistic because obviously this is a farce, but true to the reality of of what was Nazi Germany and and, uh, the Holocaust. And the way that it's dealt with is they become friends and at the end of it, there's like this just it it just it, it it explodes into just this fanciful like dance off fun at the at the end of the movie yeah when the you know they say actually like even the referenced book that jojo rabbit is based off of ends far more realistically yeah uh and far darker <coughs> so anyway to to back out of jojo rabbit yeah let's get out of jojo rabbit taika ytt's being kind of you know taking the task for What's being seen is him not really taking his movies as seriously as he maybe should. Yeah. Well, Jojo Rabbit and then his his guest starring role in Free Guy, people uh. really, really hate him in Free Guy. Okay. Have you ever seen Free Guy? No, not yet. So I watched it the other day, not because of all this controversy, but because I was curious mm-hmm. because it was one of those um, pandemic movies yeah, that yeah, like, I, took I, forever to come out. I always planned on watching it at some point because, you know, people say it's fun. It, it is. It's it fine, is. yeah. By the way, did you watch um, uh, No Time to Die, the Bond movie? Of course, yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I'm so upset that I didn't watch that in theaters. Yeah, That movie is awesome. Yeah, it slaps. It slaps pretty oh. hard. Yeah, I will say in the second half it stops becoming a Bond movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. it, 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 it stop. It, it's no longer a Bond film, which I'm okay with. Yeah, but I understand why people don't like it. Yeah, because of that. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, I get that. Sure. I think. Well, we'll talk about that yeah. at a later day. That's, <laughs> that's going to take up another half an hour. Topic for another day. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're, we're we're coming back. We're to, stopped up. Oh, you know what? We're we should up. we should do we we should now that Daniel Craig is no longer Bond. Yeah, we need to do a one reel in where like same in the same vein of the Mission Impossible ones. Sure. We should do a Daniel Craig, James Bond one reel in marathon. Oh. 
You're speaking my language. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's yeah, okay. table that. Okay. We're coming back okay. to that. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, Free Guy was one of those other uh, Panasonic movies. Came out. Sure. And you're like, why is this movie taking so fucking long? Uh, I finally watched it on, I don't know, whatever, some mm. streaming service. Netflix, I think. Probably. Or no, it wasn't uh, on Netflix. HBO. HBO, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's a fun movie. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds. He does his thing, and so it, it's a good time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's original. It's it's uh, it, it it you know the the effects are fun. Like the idea is fun. It's all good. Spoofs video games. Yeah, and yeah. and Taika Waititi comes in. I honestly I didn't even know he was in the movie until yeah. he shows up later it's on. Like a I was like programmer, right? He runs. He is a pseudo programmer. He runs the company that uh, owns the game that Free Guy is in. Right. And it's nefarious. He plays the villain, of course, yeah, and I won't give it away if you guys want to watch the movie. Uh, but he he's but he plays like a cringy like he's saying a bunch of like like we were saying at the top of the show like weird no cap and and phrases and stuff that yeah. people say nowadays. And he is a cringy guy. He's not a very good character. But that's another thing that people have put on him as an actor because I guess. It came out that he improvised a lot of his character's lines mm. and a lot of just his character, period. Sure. Yeah. So people were putting that on him as, I hate this character, so I hate Taika. Right. So it's a, it's a combination of those things, and now it's just been bubbling, bubbling, bubbling. Yeah, yeah. And, and then on top of that, there was a recent, oh, I forget what youtube channel it was but it's one of those that like they overview a scene you know i think it's vanity fair yeah it, it i mean they're definitely one of them and he was definitely featured on vanity fair for sure yeah so it may be that it may be that um but um he was well, who like the fuck is vanity fair to be doing anything movie related they have a strange chokehold on that like genre <laughs> of like Let's get stars to and direct. Actually, they are the one to do the director angle of like, let's circle these scenes and like talk about specific, you know, why I shot it this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I appreciate. It's fine. Anyway, on on the analysis of the scene that they had for the latest Thor, he was very like very much off the cuff and like, yeah, I didn't mean to do that. Oops! Uh, oh, this is my first time actually like noticing that weird, like uh, chronologically incorrect editing choice. And so you know he got a ton of criticism for that as well because it's like, do you even care about the stuff that you're working on <coughs> anymore? Like what? Yeah. What's what's the deal? And of course, you know, working anything with the MCU, people are like incredibly critical of anything you do. So well, not only him just saying all that stuff, but he was also kind of like he was critical of the visual effects. Yeah, and that him exactly that that was the other element of it too. And then somebody came out from behind the scenes that who's worked and you know had a lot of people who have other like um, visual effects artists who have worked on MCU films who have said and come out and said, <coughs> "Don't do it." do not work for the MCU because they don't give you enough time. It's in it's crunched the entire time that you're working on it yeah. and they don't give you enough resources to get your job done correctly. And then 
can you imagine can you imagine we're like working late nights and weekends only to have your project being criticized for how shitty the effects look yeah like by some smarmy like <laughs> sure. snarky fucking sure. you know sure. he's gonna yeah yeah and, and like that's one of the things i appreciate about like corridor crew it's like they always explain why an effect doesn't look right yeah it's like they clearly didn't have the budget or time to get this right like people inherently artists inherently want to get the work done correctly yeah they're and never mean about it no. i mean even when they're making jokes and right. laughing about something they're like i understand why, why this. this would happen yeah. right right he uh yeah he's not been building up a lot of goodwill Tycho. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, you know, the, the visual effects aspect of this is a much larger conversation. <coughs> and it, it's mm-hmm. been happening, you know, with even the MCU uh, TV shows, the Disney Plus shows, where it's suddenly, like, all this is making a lot more sense. Like, yeah. I mean, we've, we've noticed, even, even just between us two, between the TV shows and the movies, like, there have been... There's been a noticeable step down on visual effects, like fidelity, and and yeah. and uh, it, it it's highly noticeable and questionable why uh, uh, like a giant cruise ship this size of a franchise would have these issues at this point, right. and it just seems like they're getting greedy. Yeah, they're just trying to shove as much as they can. <laughs> For as low a price as possible. Yeah, I mean they're 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 not Blumhouse. They're not A twenty four. They're not making these low budget movies. I mean they're spending hundreds, hundreds of, millions of millions of dollars. dollars. Yeah, where is that money going if it's not going to the visual effects department who is building? I mean, I would say generously sixty five to eighty five percent of the movie. Yeah, if you really think about. These films are are filmed on green screen and blue screen sets and everything, even down to sometimes the outfits that characters are wearing. These motherfuckers aren't even wearing the same fucking... They're not even wearing the shit or, anymore. Or they're not there. <laughs> they're not even fucking <laughs> they're, there. They're fully animated. Yeah. You know? It's like, <laughs> to imagine having to do that much work... And then on top of the time crunch and the lack of respect, and then you got to, once your movie comes out, you got to have the fucking guy out there who's supposed to be promoting this shit going like, yeah, that does kind of look like shit. You're right. Fuck yeah. these guys. Like, <laughs> right. that would make me. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. that would. Ma- oh. I, I would be like, you know what? I'm going back to doing student films because fuck y'all. This sure. is crazy. Yeah. 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 That, uh, I get that. I get that. The other stuff, the other hate that Taika's been getting I'm not on board with but th- that shit right there even if he was saying it in jest you gotta be smarter than that you yeah, gotta not he, do that kind you know, of shit I, I agree with you I think you know I think <laughs> well here's the thing everything we talked about about Jojo Rabbit I've come around to when I first saw Jojo Rabbit I had no problem with it I thought it was you know innocuous and fine I thought I handled the subject well enough mm-hmm. but after having <clears throat> read a jewish person's you know fully in-depth review of it i can see the flaws yeah so i will renounce that movie i <laughs> i no longer think it is good that being said um or at least in, in you know in that aspect i think it's filmed well i think it's you know the acting's good but you know I, yeah, I, I don't it is think it's a good movie. Right. But, but I think a, it was 
I think it was shot in good faith. I think Taika Waititi is a generally good guy. I saw this really unhinged post come out on Twitter, of course, um, that hellhole, um, where somebody's like, wow, <laughs> Taika's really, you know, instead of talking about the movie, he's really talk, talking about how good of a guy he is. <laughs> Must mean something's coming out soon. Mm. Like hinting at some kind of controversy is going to come out about Taika Waititi. Wow, what a and, weird thing to say. And, and yeah, no, and I saw that, and like it was a like it was a big post. That's the reason why I saw it because it's going viral. Yeah, and I was like, that's a really weird thing to say about somebody you don't know. Yeah, very weird. And and to have no like evidence <laughs> as to that person being some kind of bad person inherently. Yeah. And I mean, so that, that's a reach. You really want oh, something like that. Huge to reach. And and that's the moment I realized like, okay, there's, there is an active backlash going on yeah. against psycho white There is a concerted effort. Yeah. Uh, to be smirched the name of Taika, of Taika white But I mean, you know, this, the, the entire phase four has not gone the way that no, fans no, have no, wanted no. it to but go. But that's not Taika white fault. No, no. It, it, it seems pretty obvious that this, for some reason, and look, I got to talk to Mr. Disney, okay? Yeah, Mr. Disney. Some, I got to get him on the line. Mr. Disney. Hello, hello, hello. Mr. Disney. Mr. Mouse, hey. if you will. Um, what's going on? What's going on? What's the problem? What's the problem? Why? Why? Haven't have, you? Haven't you? Speci- you. Specifically, you. Thought about. Thought about. Having a plan. Having a plan. Instead of just Instead doing of these just movies. Doing these movies. Haphazard. Haphazardly. I got his voicemail, so oh, God damn I'll it. just leave the voicemail. Alright, that's fine. Okay. Um But yeah, I mean between the MCU and and Star Wars, like what? What? Yeah, yeah. I mean we uh, like what I mean we Again, we this is something that we could spend an entire podcast. There, there parsing. was a there was a plan. There was a plan at one point, or so they say. And then now it's just like they they went, yeah, figured out. Well, and it, 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 what's amazing to me is is everything that the, every everybody is in agreement of the, like the complaints of like what's wrong with these movies. They seem rushed. They seem like. Even though it's a two hundred fifty million dollar budget, they seem like the money's not going into the visual effects. It seems, and when everybody is in agreement on these things, the director, the visual effects artists, the fans, everyone is like, "This is the problem with these films." Yeah, you have to at some point go. It it is solely on the shoulders of the studio heads. Yeah. Like I hate to just blame these ominous faceless entities that run these things. Yeah. But at some point you like that is that is the problem. They are trying so hard to stay on this schedule especially post COVID, trying to get back on track sure. with their yeah, yeah. their they have these plans for phases and and you know different, you know, uh Kevin Feige's like oh the big bad is gonna surface himself within the next couple of movies nigga what do you what well, we have to wait the next <laughs> couple of movies we're already halfway through we've got like six shows four movies we got we still have to wait not to mention every single one of those things ends with like some kind of hint towards something larger yeah but they're all different now yeah we have no we have no unified big bad yeah no unified like 
direction to where all these things are going. And yeah. it feels like there's nobody at the helm yeah. of this this entire thing. Anyway, I say all that to say this. Say it. The Taika Waititi, the Taika Waititi hate, I think, is overblown. I the feel Taika like that I know. The Taika that I know personally is a good guy. We call him um, Tyke. Tyke. Little Tyke. Tyke White. Tyke White. Um, that's his rap name. Um, but, I, like, I, I can't help but feel like this has become an overblown situation. I don't think you have to lay that on Taika Waititi. And I think doing that will only lead to talent leaving the MCU pantheon and yeah. you know I, I, I think this is going to blow back on people who are like trying to prove a point here by saying we need something better for the MCU you know I, I think some of those people don't give a shit I think that they're the same people who will review bomb a movie without seeing it sure, and then move on to the next thing and then not even think about the 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 destruction that lay in yeah. their path the fact that they're talking to actual people who make stuff yeah yeah well i mean this would be the perfect segue into the fucking Zack snyder thing but <laughs> sure we'll have to hold that we'll hold that we'll hold that just so you know we were right <laughs> <laughs> we were right yeah we were right yeah as we always are <clears throat> yeah okay man. that's what this podcast is built on i agree and rock and roll yeah yeah, yeah. so at the at 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 uh, let's just say, see the movie before you make a judgment call on it. And if you don't like the movie for legitimate reasons, then that's fine. You can have your criticisms, but if you don't like Taika Waititi the person, I don't know. I mean, you know, watch what we do in the shadows and right. change your mind. And change your mind, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the guy was fucking Tessa Thompson and uh. <laughs> Uh, uh, what's the girl's name? The singer? Oh, shit. Fuck, I forgot her name. Celine Dion. No, it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't Celine Dion. No, 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 it was, uh... Fuck, I forgot her name. I think she's Albanian. Oh. 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 Oh! <laughs> yes, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, what's her name? That's what I'm trying to figure oh. out. Oh! Oh! We gotta figure this out before we move on. Yeah, that's a good. Dua Lipa! No, not, not Dua Lipa, not Dua Lipa. Not Dua Lipa. No, not Dua Lipa. Different, a different Albanian singer. Pull up, pull up another one. She's like uh, Rita Ora. Rita. 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 Which I would, I would, I mean, objective, well, not objectively. I would say, in my she's opinion, British, though. she's, but she's also Albanian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would say ethnically uh, Albanian. She is hotter than Dua Lipa, in my opinion. Wow. Rita, I would say that Rita Ora is crazy okay. hot. Rita Ora and Tessa Thompson. Apparently, there was a thruple thing going on. Wow. With, with Taika Waititi. That's. Now we're getting into like real uh, uh, dirt sheet, yeah. uh, like shitty. I don't uh-huh. give a fuck. Uh-huh. That's crazy. If he was actually <laughs> pulling that off, good for you, Taika Waititi. I feel like such a piece of shit this episode, yeah. man. You sound <laughs> like, like one. Such a piece of shit. I'm sorry. I'm going to therapy. We're, I really am. We're doing gossip mag. I'm, That's I'm, what we're doing. I'm, now? I'm, I'm talking about this stuff. You know, I'm, right. I'm talking these things out. I'm, it's fun to talk. It's fun. I'm to trying. Talk about it, I'm yeah. trying. It's fun. Rita Ora is hot. And Tessa Thompson is even hotter. Uh, and Rita, hot. Like Rita Ora, veteran of Fast and Furious. 
That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> London, baby. <laughs> All right. So, at the end of the day, does Taika Waititi deserve your hate? Hey, man, that's up to you. But I would <laughs> say watch the movie before yeah, yeah. you shit on it. You know, um, review bombing is one of the. It's one of those things that I just I I, I find just really gross. And, stupid, and shitty. Yeah. Stop and doing just, that. Yeah, Stop doing I, that. I, I can't stand that shit. You fucking cowards. You fucking cowards. All right. Okay. I think we got it out. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I feel okay. You yeah, feel yeah. okay? I feel great. You feel great? Yeah. All right. Well, if you feel great, then you will have no problem starting us off with the cheers of the week. Because you know we got to do it. So, shit. Obi, please start us off. Uh, my cheers of the week uh, which may be, <laughs> which may be yours, actually. Um, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what was uh, my cheers of the week is going to go to the Bodega Boys, uh, as yeah. you previously mentioned. I think that we have to uh, bring them up. We'd be remiss uh, if we did not, as uh, you know, hip hop affiliated uh, people of color. Yeah. Who are doing podcasts? Yeah, as a couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it's really unfortunate that uh, they they broke up, but you know, at the same time, it happens, and I, I only wish the best for the both of them to have success separately. If that's if that's what they uh, they find joy in, so. Yeah. But I want to um, acknowledge that. They provided a lot of entertainment and uh, fun. Oh yeah, for us in their in their time. I mean, their 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 Viceland show was peak, huge, peak, huge, huge. And the Showtime show was okay, but the Viceland show when they were just it was no yeah. holds barred. They were just, I mean, it, it you know every episode, yeah, you'd get a fucking gem, like a fucking laugh out loud. Holy shit, I can't believe they said that on TV, Gem. Yeah. They were so good. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Sorry to see him go, but. You know, it is what it is. Internal strife, controversies, all this stuff is probably going to come out in the next couple of weeks, couple of months. But let's just remember the Bodega Hive. Mm -hmm. It was good. It was good. It was good. You know, it was good. It's good to be a part of. It was it was fun to participate in. It was good. <coughs> so, my cheers of the week is going to Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh wow, Yu <laughs> Yu Hakusho. So, it almost went to the Bodega Boys, but I've been in the past couple of days. I've been watching Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh-huh. Now, first, I would like to say that Yu Yu Hakusho is. One of my favorite animes when I was a kid. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've been trying to figure out how to watch it for the last couple of months and realized that it was on Hulu. But I don't pay for Hulu. Mm. So this is a dual cheers to Yu Yu Hakusho and a cheers to uh, Hulu for being just outright infuriating. (laughs) That doesn't sound like a cheers. Oh, it's a cheers. Okay. Cheers to Hulu for their shitty fucking ads. They play them over and over and over again, the same fucking ads. 
And 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 they do this cute little thing where they show you where the ads are gonna pop up, and then you fast forward to the thing, and then it's like it doesn't matter how far you fast forward into this thing, you're watching. You're this gonna fucking watch the ad, ad. You piece of shit. Don't oh, worry. you're not gonna pay for this service. Well, guess what? You're Eat watching the ad. Because you know who is paying for this service? Fucking progressive. Progressive Insurance is paying so that I get to watch this for free. And you know what? Wow. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. But the last thing, I've, I already pay for enough streaming services. I think we all do. I'm not paying for one more. And yeah. if Hulu has to bite the dust, that's fine. And if I don't yeah. get to watch, if I don't get to finish my rewatch of Yu Yu Hakusho, that's fine. How many seasons? Four seasons. 25 50 episodes? 50-something episodes, which is a lot. 50-something episodes uh, each season. It's like a it's like a real-deal cartoon. Wow. Yeah, it's one of those animes yeah. where they're like, yeah, we're just going to throw a bunch of shit against the wall. Sure, sure, sure. See what sticks. Yeah, I, re- I remember. It was, it was a good show. It is good. I didn't realize how much. And now watching it as an adult, I realize why I liked it so much. It is very, very similar to Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. The way that the shows are framed, the way that the shows are animated. Yeah. There's even the same voice actors from Yu Yu Hakusho and Dragon Ball Z. Frieza's voice actor, Sean Schemmel, famously mm-hmm. Goku. Right, right, uh, right. Christopher Sabat, famously uh, Vegeta. They're all in Yu Yu Hakusho. Not surprised. Yeah. And uh, uh, I am watching the dubbed version because I... I, I'm sorry. There's certain shows that I grew up on that I'm not watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of I'm just course. I'm not watching the subversion of uh, Cowboy, Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. No way. I'm not watching the subversion of Shamari Shampoo. Yeah. And I'm not watching the subversion of Dragon Ball Z. And I'm not watching the subversion of uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. The rest of them I will watch. Sure. The sub. Yeah. But there's a handful. Oh, and and uh 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 Gundam Wing Zero. I, I'm not watching the. Uh, sub of that. I'm watching the dub. I'm sorry. <clears throat> it is what it is. I want to. It's nostalgia. I want to relive those things. I don't want to rediscover. Of course, of course. You know. So, Yu uh, Yu Show's dope as fuck, bro. Yeah, yeah. To get to my actual uh, cheers, uh, <laughs> show is fucking sick, man. Yeah. The the I'm fixing glasses that aren't on my face. This the the concept of the show. Him dying, coming back to life, yeah. getting these spirit powers. It's like fighting demons, right? Yeah, it's fucking sick. It's got sick a as shit. Handgun. Yeah, this fucking yeah, yeah, you got it. Like, it, yeah. uh, you know, it's sick. And it's that, a that guy with the pompadour. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he has the fucking blade. Uh-huh. He's I I you know when I was a kid, you know, none of this shit made any sense. any sense at all. Yeah, but now that I'm an adult, you know, it, it hits a little differently. So Kurobara, who you're talking about, that's right. He has this connection to the spirit world. He's not he's not a ghost detective or a spirit detective. He just is a person who has he's just a regular guy yeah, yeah. who has this weird connection to the yeah, spirit world. Which is really interesting because there's a lot of people in the real world right now who would claim to have yeah. a connection to the spirit world. Which I just find really interesting that in nineteen ninety two they were using this character in a fucking cartoon to yeah. to fucking, you know Well I don't know if you've seen but Timely enough, uh, Netflix has posted their live-action pictures of the the main cast. I have, yeah. and I hate it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it, it looks, looks bad. Terrible. It looks bad. It's I bad. know that it's a Japanese uh, production, sure. and so they're going to use m- mostly, if not all, Japanese characters. But here's my thing. It's no and excuse. I'll get off the soapbox after this. Yeah. They did 
they did an anime or I'm sorry, a Japanese version of um, Attack on Titan. Yeah. Right. A couple years ago. Even though the characters are supposed to be Anglo. And know? that is, listen, I understand that a Japanese production is going to make this thing and it's going to be mostly Japanese actors. And I also understand that Hollywood has a severe problem with not using the uh, the right race and the source material correctly sure. and we whitewash a lot of things. I get that. So I'm not, I'm not sitting here defending the shitty whitewashed versions of the things that we do here in America. I will say that if you look at attack on titan the source material and you go that german character yeah. and that american character and that black character and that irish character the guy named aaron yeager that guy's gonna be japanese are you fucking kidding me are you fucking kidding me i don't know about that like it, it shit it, like it seems that. like the the point is kind of that it is this amalgamation of different cultures that is the point that's part of the point of the show is <laughs> right. that is that is that humanity society has, has been decimated to the point humanity has come together yeah so to that defend. the main character is just some random German kid right coupled with uh, you know some random like uh, I don't know if he's uh, you know some white kid yeah some blonde white kid well, and it, then a Japanese girl and then like yeah, and yeah. all of these cultures mixed together because right. and that, of course a super cool Japanese guy right always who's always. awesome always. yes yes have that you made it. Yeah. Have it. Have it. But also, you know, cast it appropriately. Cast it appropriately. Same thing with the uh, Full Metal Alchemist live action. Yes. Exa you know? Yes, exactly. It's exactly. a blonde white kid. Yeah. That's who it's supposed to be. Right. Sorry. And on the inverse, the Dragon Ball movie that we made, terrible. Awful. I'll give you that. Terrible. One Awful. of the worst movies I've ever seen yes. in my entire life. I want to gouge my eyes out. The, the fact that it was made, I, 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 yeah, I would, I would fight. It's one of the reasons that I don't like that that actor i forgot what his name is yeah but if yeah, i see yeah. him in the street i'll fight him yeah sure. I'll, I'll straight yeah, up fight him yeah. uh m night Shyamalan ruined avatar even though yeah, that was a white made movie of course he did. uh they weren't they were supposed to be multicultural uh actors again and m, m night ruined that so yeah. i again we're not innocent we make <laughs> oh, some shit fucking not. movies but you you that fucking that casting nah. made me sick nah. <laughs> i was like no, I'm well, not look, giving look, it to let, you. Let's move past this. This is a cheers. It is a cheers. It's a cheers to the original source material. And it's a fantastic show. Go fantastic. back. Go back and rewatch the original series. If you're especially if you're paying for Hulu and you like that's anime. That's all you got. Bro, if that you, and the Fargo TV series. Seriously though, if that's you're, it. If, Go you're back. if you're paying for Hulu, you're you there's Triguns on there, Samurai yeah, Shampoo's yeah. on there, Dragon Ball is on there. Like some sick Good ass stuff. animes stuff, are yeah. on there. Yeah. yeah. And I know Bob's Burgers and other shit, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, the Fargo TV show, Fargo TV yeah, show, yeah, which is great. Uh, Fargo the movie, I think, is still on Netflix. Yeah. So, anyway, regardless, watch the show. Yeah. All right, let's review these beers and get the fuck out of here. So, the first beer is not this. Top oh, is this? of the Brock that from Other Half Brewing, double dry hopped. IPA, 7% ABV. Obi, what'd you think? Strangely, kind of thin, mm. right? Right? Yes. When, when I first sipped it, I'm like, oh, shit, is the COVID coming back? Because, uh, like, the flavor was kind of gone. Yeah. It, it like, But in a weird way, like, it, it's, like, magically flavorless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I haven't had a beer that flavorless in a long time. That being said, 
I, I do enjoy like the hoppiness of it on the back end uh-huh. in this very like cloudy kind of like <laughs> weirdly ephemeral. Is it really there? Is it? Yeah, like this weirdly like ephemeral <laughs> way. Like it, it's there, but only kind of. Yeah. I mean, I got to give it a four. Like I, I, I enjoy the bitterness, but beyond that, there's not much there. Yeah. Weird. I'm going to go a step below and give it a three and a half. Okay. I mean, right. already IPA is not my favorite. And then to have something that like doesn't really linger on the palate too long, which you would think would be a plus. Yeah. But I'm not looking for something to just dance across the tongue and then disappear. Like, what's the point of drinking a beer, especially one at 7%? Sure. Especially one dry hopped, double IPA, all yeah. this stuff that you got yeah. going on with it, just for it to kind of linger and then gone gone yeah i like it so i think it's it's okay but i think you have a lot of double ipa options a lot of dry hopped options uh on on the market sure you don't have to you know you don't have to waste waste your time and money on this one i guess so so three and a half and a four for that yeah still cool to have it from the source yes at rockefeller center yeah and also i would just like to say that i really appreciate this label design yeah i think it's sick as fuck i like the simplicity of it the minimalism um i like the color design yeah although it is kind of like hey blue and orange again like everybody else but i do <laughs> like the design itself yeah so that was sick okay Beer itself yeah moving on to the next one which is from blue point brewing company the Evergreen Magic, part of their Illusion series. Illusion series. What? Part six. Six. Yeah. Um, this one is a stark improvement. Uh, I think that one, the Evergreen, like, it coats your tongue. It's smooth, but it also is a bit sweet. <laughs> it, 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 uh, it's that step above with the 8% uh, that... I think I was really looking for uh, with the flavors, and it um, you know, a little bit of bitter in there. Um, I you know I was expecting a bit more of that piney kind of pine needle flavor. The hoppiness to it. Yeah, but I didn't get much of that. But that being said, like grassy. Maybe in comparison, uh, it's it's a stark improvement. But I'm I'm still gonna give this one a it's a five for me. I think it's great. I I really really enjoyed it. I'm I'm gonna meet you right there at a five. Oh, that was fantastic IPA. The minute it touched my lips, it was juicy. Yeah. Uh, hoppy, citrusy, stinky. Didn't stinky. Next word that we can't say. <sighs> I think uh, it was. Um, a lot of the things that are kind of like a turnoff for me when it comes to IPAs. This this was like subtle enough. It is very palatable. Yeah. It was delicious. It was it, it just like a really well made, well tasting, uh, well done beer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah. Thank you. Good recommendations uh, all around. You know, we got some good stuff and then some great stuff. Yeah. With this blue points. So, Agreed. Um, five out of six for both of us on that. Unanimous. Highly recommended. Think we got it? I know we got it. Well, then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer In Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, and for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. 
And always, 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 have a beautiful evening. We love you.